In this episode of Upward Calling, we talk to Patrick Prentlinger, an evangelist in Western New York. Welcome to Upward Calling. We help Christians develop a relationship with God by talking with the University Church of Christ evangelist Josh Creel and Dr. Kenny Embry. Listen as we take a deeper dive on a lesson from a recent Sunday service and help you apply it Monday through Saturday. This is a different kind of episode. As some of you might know, I'm right now probably on my way to the Philippines, Lord willing. What I'm doing in this episode is I'm interviewing one of the men we support, actually the family that we support. This is Patrick Brentlinger. Patrick preaches in western New York State with his family. He has five children. In this interview, he talks about what the work looks like in western New York. If you're anything like me, I don't usually read the reports that these guys produce. This is a way for you to get to know them a little and get to hear about some of the excellent work they do. Josh wasn't available for this interview, so it's just me and Patrick. I think you'll really like who Patrick is and what he and his family are doing in that part of the country. How are you doing, Patrick? I'm doing good, Kenny. How are you doing? Doing just fine. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you and uh, your family? Well, I've been married for going on 23 years, and uh, I have five children. My (laughs) three daughters, uh, 21, 20, and 18, and two sons, 16 and Mm 9. And uh, yeah, so big family, very loving, which is good. And uh, my kids are great. Not that I'm biased or anything. (laughs) <laughs> well, I hope you are biased. I hope you're biased in their favor there, Patrick. Usually. Good. <laughs> well, I understand that as well. Uh, tell me a little bit about the work where you are. and what, 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 What's it like up there in, in Western New York? Well, about half the year, it's very cold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the work in New York's uh, good. I, I, I work in a rural congregation. 35 mm-hmm. minutes outside of central uh, Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell people I, I live where people vacation, um, the Finger Lakes region of New York. Sure. But the people who live here, most of them have lived here their whole lives. And mm-hmm. so um, it's predominantly Catholic and Pentecostal. And so I, ha- which is, which are very different things. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah so I have to right. split my mind across those things. We also have a, a sizable Amish and Mennonite population in the region, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, you know, interesting to to meet those folks and and talk with them. And I I have a beard that reflects their their style, um, mm-hmm. which is more of a, a random happenstance of life. And so they assume I'm Mennonite, just a very liberal Mennonite. And so mm-hmm. they'll talk to me, which is actually kind of interesting. Uh, so it's a good work. And uh, mo- the main challenge we have here is probably. Um, probably Christian pluralism. You know, we're, well, we're all following the same Jesus, so we're all good to go. The Mennonites do not happen to have that disposition, Um, (laughs) but but everybody else does. Oh, that's interesting. Talk to me a little bit about, describe the congregation that that, that you work with. What are they like? If if I was going to be there on a Sunday morning, what what, what should I expect? Well, um, they're, they're, if you come to a Bible study, they're, they're very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Um, they interact quite readily. 
they impart wisdom quite easily because they many of them have been Christians for a number of decades. The average age is probably probably in the forties at this point. Yeah. Um, we have a wide we have diversity. We have you know, but it's a small congregation of twenty seven Christians. Right. Um, so we have little kids, we have old people, we have everything in, the, in between. Um, so there's that. And uh, so, but yeah, and they're your typical, um, typical congregation as far as they're mm-hmm. very quiet. We had some Hawaiian visitors yesterday who were, were more, more verbal, uh, which was as a preacher is lovely. Um, that's mm-hmm. just fuel. That's gasoline to the fire right there. Somebody says, right. amen. You're like, Oh, somebody's paying attention out there. That's great. <laughs> so, but they're really loving, um, very friendly. Yeah, so when they meet visitors, it's it's all you know introductions and handshakes, and <clears throat> someone's going to invite you to to lunch afterward. Um, and if that's your kind of thing, then then accept because it'll be fun, and yeah, and they'll they'll graciously accept the no as well. So that's that's kind of how they are. Uh, we're geographically very diverse. Mm-hmm. We we have people from Buffalo, New York, all the way to Auburn, New York, which is about a three hour drive from from one to the other. Wow. So some brethren drive an hour or two to get to church every Sunday. That's crazy. Um, is that where you're from? Are you from this Western New York area? No, I'm from Kansas City originally, uh, wow. born and raised. And then I spent five years in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in, I was in the IT industry before I was a preacher. So I spent those 14 years in Kansas City and Connecticut and then moved mm-hmm. to Western New York to become a full-time evangelist. Right. 10 years ago. Why did you get into the work? Um, a dear friend of mine told me how he lost his faith and that made me very sad. And <clears throat> I thought, you know, if people are losing their faith for reasons such as these, then, well, you got to do something about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I got it. yeah, he, he lost his faith. The catalyst was that, uh, the unloving nature of the people he was worshiping with. And he said, if sure. this is, if, you know, if this is what people who follow Jesus are like, there is no God. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's just my observation. I, I think a lot of people, they end up leaving Jesus, but they're, they're initially leaving a bad situation. Right. And, and they end up leaving Jesus in the, in the process. And that's, that's a, that's a really sad, sad thing. Um, you kind of addressed this a little bit, but unpack this even more if you can. What are some of the challenges of the work that you do there? Yeah, I mean, I, I dealt with the Christian pluralism a little bit there, but mm-hmm. that 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 challenge is really the, the answer to that is to get into the Bible with people, not just mm-hmm. to be in conversation, but to actually have personal Bible studies, right? Um, where we're Bibles open, they read. And they can see the logic of what the Lord is revealing. Mm-hmm. Another challenge is um, <clears throat> the social isolation. I'm not from here. Um, most of these people, they went to school together. They were born and raised together. They, right. they've, they've been friends forever. And I'm an outsider. I've been here for 10 years and I'm still an outsider. Um, <laughs> I mean, not completely. I'm, I'm on, you know, I joined the YMCA board at the invitation of, the, of its director. Um, yeah. And, you know, so you kind of get involved in stuff locally, but yeah, I'm, you know, my family's that, you know, those we're from the, that other place and there are other transplants, but for the most part, it's local people doing things. And then, you know, you have the, 
internal distractions that come with church life, you know, that, you know, people are bickering or whatever as, as, you know, cause people be people as my, my friend Chad Brewer says. <laughs> and so you have to, you have to deal with those things and that can be quite a distraction. Um, and has been and over the last decade, but is is by far and away better than it's uh, than it's ever been. Now, and I thank God for that. <laughs> On the flip side of this, what's rewarding about this work? Well, we're a small congregation. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very nimble and flexible. You know, we we can make we can make decisions very rapidly, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. You know, yeah. it's like a startup. Um, in the in the business space, <laughs> so <clears throat> we had, um, you know, when when bad things happen, mm-hmm. the congregation can can just turn on a dime, right? And 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 service that need, and there's no there's no committee, there's just a what are we doing, you know? <laughs> and and I really like that. I, I love the speed of that, um, and so that's that's a huge thing. And the Western New York is it's a quiet place to live. So that's a, that's a reward unto itself. It's a beautiful place. Highly recommend people visit it, uh, especially during the summer. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, it is <laughs> God's handiwork is absolutely beautiful here. Mm-hmm. So it has that reward as well. And, uh, and the, the people here are very good people. They're um, the people I meet, you know, they're salt of the earth types. They're very, um, they're, they're humble by, by disposition. So it's, it's very joyous to, even if they're like, no, I don't agree with you. They're, they're usually pretty polite about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in Tampa right now. And one of the things that I'll tell you is we often hear stories about what's going on in Buffalo. Not, not much about, is it Clifton Springs that you're in? I live in Clifton Springs, which is a village. Okay. Um, so it's a very small spot, but I'm between towns and cities, which are bigger. And so, okay. yeah. And then Rochester is the big city nearby, but yeah. And where's what city is the is the is the church in? So it's technically in the the town of Hopewell and okay. the city of Canandaigua. That's yeah. That's that's a peculiarity of New York. It has like this this like nested hierarchies thing. I think it's just so that they can tax you more because <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be how it works. <laughs> I, I understand that. <laughs> well, I mean, what are some of the things that, that you've learned while you've been there? You've been there. Let me backtrack. How long have you been there now? Yeah, a decade. Okay, 10 years. What What are some of the things that you've learned since you've been there? Well, um, I mean, initially a, a billion things because I was so green, frankly. Uh, but now I would say the biggest takeaways are, again, get into that personal Bible study with people. Yeah. Um, you lay the groundwork for that and having spiritual conversations, obviously, but spiritual conversations rarely convert anyone, but actually getting Bibles open, sitting at their table and getting them to read and to write the answers. You know, Jesus says the truth shall set you free. They read. Mm-hmm. And then they look and look in their little booklet and they say, it says, Jesus says the blank will set you free. And they <laughs> fill in truth. And, and you just kind of walk the line with them with along like that. But you have to earn that study. You know, that, that means you have to have the relationship that, that they that they know that you love them, that they can yeah. trust you, um, yeah. that you're going to be there for them. Because bearing, you know, it goes back to one of the, the challenges is that folks have been together for their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And we're calling them out of Catholicism or Pentecostalism. 
and uh, that means leaving their you know their families and friends and they have to have a place to go that's safe um, that is true um, mm-hmm. and that will they will be supported in and that's something that you know I've worked very hard with the congregation here to to build a, <clears throat> a loving community and I've had to be I've had to change a ton to accomplish that. Um, because the Lord has had much work to do in me. <laughs> so the, those lessons have been very good. Um, and that goes to the, the biggest lesson, make peace quickly and thoroughly. Uh, because when I got here, there were open issues that had been open for 10 or 15 years. Oh, wow. And those are now long put to rest. But mm-hmm. a, con- a conflict avoided today is a, a conflict escalated for another day. And, and so it's, it's, you know, it turns out Jesus is right. Go and reconcile quickly with your brother mm-hmm. and, and do it right now. <laughs> so imagine that Jesus knew what he was talking about. It, weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, you, you talked about growth that you, that you've seen in yourself. There's a lot of growth that is not necessarily reflected by numbers. What are, what are some of the ways that you've seen that group grow? That ability to reconcile, to have the hard conversations, right? To um, to say they're sorry, you know that that ability to say, you know, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Mm-hmm. Like just the the phrase, "Will you forgive me?" is very difficult. I think for a lot of um, a lot of uh, you know culturally Americans, you know, people who are culturally American, mm-hmm. we don't do that well as a culture, and even more so these days. And we really, as Christians, have to be Christian in our culture and say, you know, I've I've made that mistake. I'm sorry um, that I've done this to you. Will you forgive me? And of course, the answer to that is yes, of course. You know, right. like, why wouldn't I? And it's just we're afraid to be vulnerable and, and raw like that. But the congregation here has gotten better with that. And it's a difficult task for sure. But it's a beautiful thing when you can do it. And you have to live it in your own life. You know, say you're sorry to your children when you mess up. Say you sure. do the same with your spouse. And that's been very good, uh, very humbling, but good to to learn and to teach. That sounds good. Um, how can we help you more? Uh, what should we pray for? How can we help your work that's there? Well, you know, it's 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 nice to know that I'm not forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> you are not. You are not. Um, but the pray for more contacts, pray for more opportunities, pray that ears will be opened and that the workers will be, you know, cohesive and steadfast because mm-hmm. a lot of our young people here, we haven't quite a few who are in their twenties. They're zealous for the work. Um, pray that they won't, you know, their zeal won't be squashed down by, you know, the old curmudgeon. Um, and, and that we would all just pull together that that's really unity in it in the labor would be the prayer that I often pray and would love to have others praying for um, because we need opportunities mm-hmm. and we're getting them. We had a conversion last month. We started using some new evangelism material and it's worked really well. And uh, you know, she's new in the faith and maybe there'd be more opportunities that come through that Avenue. So I would pray for that. And you know, you've already helped a little bit. She gave me this fancy microphone to work with and the, <laughs> Uh, so I might be putting out some some audio on our website. Uh, you know, they're targeted to the internet uh, audience, so that that's good. But really, it's it's those are those are the things. You know, unity and truth, and that we would all labor diligently. I understand. 
Um, number one, you're welcome for the microphone. Use it out. Just wear it out, man. Whatever you want to use it for, it's yours. Um, anything else that I didn't ask? Anything else that we should know? No, I mean, uh, like I said, I I was in the IT industry for 14 years, mm-hmm. and people people sometimes wonder, like, what made you leave that? And I said, well, you know, I, I left a job I liked and a boss I liked for a job I love to work for the best boss in the universe. And I would encourage all to understand we serve the very best. God is kind beyond measure, and he's good to his people. Mm-hmm. And so to hold fast to that. Would it hurt your feelings if anybody reached out to you? No, <laughs> no, definitely not. Okay. Well, I tell you what, if there's nothing else, I, God bless you. God bless you in your work. And if there's any way that we can help you, please reach out. Uh, God bless you in your walk with God, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Kenny. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to know us a little bit more, you're welcome to watch a live stream service or join us in person at the University Church of Christ in Tampa, Florida. We have all of our information at universitychurchofchrist.org. Until next time, God bless you in your walk with God.